IDC says COVID-19 was a tipping point accelerating enterprise application investments as organizations apply speed to their journey of digital transformation. The cloudification of ERP is not limited to manufacturing as other industry segments voice similar initiatives of their own. With us today is Hira Kayal, Vice President of Cloud Applications at Oracle, to talk to us about the cloudification of ERP as reported by IDC. Hira Thank you for joining us on Podcast for Future CIO. My pleasure. What is the biggest reason why businesses are moving their ERP to the cloud? Honestly, this is not very surprising to us that we are seeing such a huge growth of ERP cloud in not only Asia Pacific, but across the world. If you look at it, that's primarily driven from the holistic cloud computing demand and growth and subsequently across the board, the growth in cloud application. If you look at cloud computing, we are expecting 20, by 2023, Asia will see around $78 billion of spend in cloud computing. That's a huge growth that we are expecting. And even if you look at just our ERP business, we have seen just in last quarter, 46% growth in ERP cloud revenue. Okay. So, so that's just to <clears throat> indicate that it's really growing. And there are two, I can, I can put the uh, reasons, the factors in two broad buckets. One being holistic growth across the board for cloud computing. And what are the reasons? I'll cite just three top reasons that uh, we can discuss about. And then why ERP cloud specifically is growing and what are the top three reasons I will talk about that, if that's okay. okay with you. If you look at the cloud computing growth, number one reason, accelerated consumer digitization. If you look at specifically consumers in Asia Pacific, we see a highly adaptable digital consumers. They adapt to any new applications, new technologies very fast. If you look at the number of internet users in Asia Pacific, Asia is home to half the global internet users. So that's a huge number of internet users in Asia. Second, if you look at Asian government, most of the Asian governments are driving digital growth very aggressively. And they have been a vital catalyst for digital growth and cloud adoption. And they're rolling out several programs which are kind of encouraging businesses to adopt and move to cloud. And there are many other private players also who are coming into the foray with their new products and innovation through cloud as a delivery model and making a competition much stiffer for an existing business houses. And they have to adopt cloud and move to cloud, you know, as early as possible. That's second. Third thing is obviously the digitization induced by this pandemic that we have all seen. Probably that is the one best that has happened is that because of this pandemic, most of the businesses have aggressively adopted digital first strategies. The reason being that cloud has reduced the entry barrier for many businesses and newer players are coming out with innovative solutions, lots of disruptive technology solutions with the help of cloud and existing businesses will have no other option but to adopt such cloud first and digital first strategies. So these are the top reasons why you know cloud growth is something that we are seeing. Coming back to ERP cloud, why it's growing. I will again cite top three examples. One is very interesting is that we all have noticed that the scale and complexity of business has grown substantially over the period. I'll give you one example. Today, a customer in Germany 
puts an order to a supplier in Germany and the German organization puts that order to their counterpart in United States. That United States supplier puts the fulfillment request to their warehouse in the United States. They ship from United States to probably Ireland because they have a tax you know, treaty with that respective country in Europe. So it goes to Europe in Ireland and from Ireland warehouse it moves to German warehouse which is another entity and from finally German warehouse to the end customer. This is just one example to cite the complexity of both supply chain as well as there is a humongous amount of financial complexities coming out of this. It's not just simple one organization shipping and there is a one accounting transactions happening in this whole chain. There is a huge amount of financial transactions which is happening in this entire process uh, and the goods go through several tax regimes and it goes to several tax regimes and you need to optimize the tax, you need to do the accounting. What happens is uh, the existing businesses finding it really difficult to manage this entire gamut of affairs using their existing landscape, uh, technology landscape. It's extremely difficult. They can't scale up. They have to do a huge amount of manual intervention to manage this kind of a so-called financial orchestration in the supply chain. So this is just one example of complexity I thought I should highlight. Then what happens? Many organizations, they are doing patchwork on their existing footprint or technology that they have. They are doing patch customizations. They are bringing in emerging techs like IoT or AI or machine learning, blockchain, these kind of solutions. Patchwork. Now, they can survive for limited num amount of time, but... Uh, this is not sustainable. Third, uh, which is also very important in the scalability and complexity aspect I'm talking about is that these organizations are seeing a huge amount of demand for data-driven decision-making. How will they make decisions based on data? How will they collect data? And not only from internal applications landscape that they have, but also from public outside data or external data. These are not possible using existing decade-old software, which were written probably a few decades back on old technology. It's impossible, nearly impossible to do it. So there is a huge demand for our urge or a push for the businesses to move to the cloud where it's all written in the latest technology, latest solutions, latest application capabilities, which meets these uh, modern days requirements. So that's number one. Number two is because of this pandemic, what we have seen is that uh, companies need to innovate much faster because the entry barrier has come down. So unless you innovate faster and design, develop and deliver the product and market the product much faster, you will not be able to survive or you will not be able to successful with your new product or new services. So to do that, you need a system or a technology landscape that provides you with the end-to-end visibility of how market is reacting to a particular type of product, what is market looking for, and based on that, how you can come out with a new product, design that, ideate, conceptualize, ideate, design, manufacture and deliver. It's a huge amount of chain of events that take place and that you have to do very, very fast. That you cannot do without modern technology. So that is the second aspect. The third aspect is agility and the pandemic-induced urgency. What happened is that during this pandemic, there were lockdowns almost overnight in many places, in many countries. And because of that, overnight, many companies have to change the way they operate. They have to send their employees home and start adopting remote working models. They have to deliver their product through online orders. They have to change their business models. In many cases, they have to change entirely the, the way they operate. So this could not have been possible without a cloud adoption. So all our customers who have adopted 
corporate cloud they have thanked us in fact saying that you know thank god we have moved to cloud and it has really helped us during this pandemic because even if you are on uh, somehow adopted a remote working model it's very difficult for someone to manage your on premise hardware and infrastructure sitting at a remote place so it's given to uh, the cloud infrastructure and service provider who will support this From my discussions with both CIOs and CFOs, it appears that not everybody is taking the same direction, the, the full moving to the cloud. Some, even some of the larger organizations I've spoken to, are taking the lift and ship approach before they go full into the cloud. Would you have one reason why this is the direction that some, not all, some organizations are taking? Lift and ship as opposed to a full on, on cloud migration or implementation in a cloud native application. Alan in fact uh, there are two reasons which i see number one being as i was talking about there are a lot of organizations who have avoided moving to a cloud or avoided adopting a modern technology solutions what they have done they have done patchwork and they have done patchwork they have built a lot of customizations over a period of time today when they think of moving to cloud they are very uh, scared they are very cautious that what will happen to their existing infrastructure existing solutions whether they will be uh, able to move to uh, manage their manage the change with their users so that's one of the main reason why they they thought that they will not move to cloud so instead what they end up doing is that lift and shift to a cloud hosting service provider their existing solution nothing changes all what they do is that they have a need to scale up in terms of compute power and they do that by moving to a hosted cloud solution or hosted cloud infrastructure but their application technology and the way they operate business nothing changes second reason i could cite is that several organizations they are willing to move to cloud public cloud or saas solutions i'll be very specific about it they want to move to saas solutions but they want to play a very cautious approach and what they want to do is that they will they don't want to disrupt the way they are operating they move their existing solution to cloud infrastructure and then select one by one business functions or one by one region to move to public cloud You've cited a lot of benefits and reasons for mm-hmm. moving to the cl- uh, ERP to the cloud. If you have to look at it, what would be the single biggest benefit one for moving ERP to the cloud? I would say that uh, it changed most of our customers. It changed the way uh, of working for them. It changed the way of working towards a better, efficient, and highly productive and agile work culture. But if you look at in detail. first you know the urgency of adopting cloud or adopting a modern technology solutions and that is only delivered by a cloud solution okay where a modern application is available inbuilt best of breed practices business practices or business processes and faster deployment there is not much time wasted in terms of deployment so that's uh, one of the biggest benefit companies have achieved the second most important benefit i should highlight is the in their entire operations the intelligence and efficiency they have brought in in the way they are doing things and thereby increasing productivity when they go for a cloud application solution for example our cloud application solutions they see a end to end integrated best practices inbuilt into the solution as well as you know all the modern capabilities like voice uh, assistant or uh, through a digital assistant support ai ml underneath the entire application la- landscape whatever process that you follow it's built in there adoption of uh, blockchain or iot this kind of emerging tech solutions so they are achieving this or uh, adopting this and they are seeing that the there is intelligence and efficiency built into their business process so that's the second 
Hirak, thank you very much for joining us on Podchats for Future CIO. My pleasure. That was Hirak Kayal, VP of Cloud Applications at Oracle. You are listening in to Podchats for Future CIO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for a free weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podchats for Future CIO. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podchats for Future CIO. Bye for now.